This is another message from Glory City Church by Pastor Catherine Renala. For more information, go to glorycitychurch.com.au. You know, I just really sense that the Holy Spirit's going to touch people's bodies tonight. I can, I can feel the presence of God just hovering. In fact, I'd be uh, quite surprised if God hasn't already done some wonderful, wonderful things. So, Father, we just say thank you for your presence here tonight. I give you mercy. Lord, then you every morning, God, thank you for your great mercy. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your power, Holy Spirit. Amen, amen, hallelujah. Well, I'm not uh, going to share very long tonight, but I just was wanting to encourage you. If you've got your Bibles, you can turn to Luke chapter 4. Shalabokura balahasa. Oh, Jesus, we bless you. We worship you. The Lord, he is God. <laughs> we bless you, Daddy. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your presence here. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, I ask for your supernatural power to hear what you're saying and understanding, Lord God. We confess our need and our weakness, Lord, and say you are strong. God, we ask for wisdom. We ask for grace, Jesus, in your precious name. I would talk to you a little bit about... Um, awakening. And I know we've been sharing about this for a, a while, but I really believe, I've been saying for a long time now, just this little phrase, fully aware and fully awake. And so I want, I want, I'm praying this, oh God, let me be fully aware and fully awake. Because the enemy, he comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. He comes to try and, and put heavy blankets on us. He comes to try and discourage us, comes to try and oppress us. And if we're not aware and awake, we can sometimes wear stuff that, that is not ours to wear. I'm just going to read here um, in Luke chapter 4 about, about Jesus. And you know, it's sometimes... People get the idea that when you get saved, that that's it. You'll never, ever, ever have to fight. You'll never have to, you'll never be tempted. I got news for you. Actually, you are in a war. And there will be things come against you. Even Jesus was tempted in the wilderness. But, and people sometimes, they misunderstand. They hear, like Todd White, which we loved. It was awesome. They, they hear him say that, I, I don't have lustful thoughts. I don't have this. What he's saying is he's not saying that he never gets tempted. He's saying that he's aware and awake to the truth that even when these things come, they're foreign to me and I have no need to let them have any place of rest in my brain. Hallelujah. But if you're waiting and thinking, what's wrong with me because I'm getting attacked, then you can buy into the lie that the enemy wants to try and color you and your identity by the temptations that he throws at you. Sometimes if you've been tempted to get angry and you haven't given into it, but you felt it like, ah, no, no, and, you, and you've come back with the word of God and said, no, that the peace of God rules in my heart. Hallelujah. But... The enemy then, he, he wants to try and make you feel bad because you, you were tempted to get angry. 
Or even if you did get angry and then you said, oh, God, sorry. He still wants to hang around and, and try and say, yeah, you're an angry person. You're a selfish person. You're, a, you're an unclean person because you, you were tempted to have a lustful thought. And that this is the way the enemy comes and he tries to shut us down, tries to cover us up. And the Lord wants us to wake up to the truth, hallelujah, that we've been forgiven. That we are the righteousness of God in Christ, hallelujah. That we are actually not identified by temptation, but God is waiting, wanting us to wake up to the revelation, hallelujah. That is not anything to do with me. That is not who I am anymore. Hallelujah. I am a new creation in Christ. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have been made new. And God's wanting you to behold. Look up into the mirror of his face and recognize that he says, now as he is, so are we in this world. Hallelujah. Behold. Oh, Oh, he's lovely, he's perfect, he's pure, he's holy, he's wonderful. Yeah, as he is. What does that feel like? That doesn't feel scary and bad and, oh, I'm terrible. Anyway, that helps me. Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit. Full of the Holy Ghost and power. <gasps> Listen, returned from the Jordan when it was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days he ate nothing, and afterwards when they ended, he was hungry. Now, here's, here's our magnificent Lord Jesus, full of the Holy Ghost, gets brought into the wilderness, and for 40 days, it didn't just happen once or twice, for 40 days the enemy had a go. For 40 days, the enemy was just having a go. And instead of Jesus going, oh, I'm so terrible because I keep having all these things come up against me, oh, this must be something wrong with me. No. He didn't buy into that because he knew who he was. Hallelujah. And I believe there's a lot of the body of Christ actually gives in to the lie that the enemy wants to sell, that, that you are actually identified by what comes against you. But the truth is, you're identified by the one who is for you, the one who has made you clean. Hallelujah. Are you forgiven? If you are forgiven, then you've got to start thinking like it. You've got to become fully aware and fully awake of the reality that I'm forgiven because he was forsaken. Hallelujah. Hmm, just get happy about that. So the devil said to him, if you're the son of God, command this stone to become bread. He, that's what the enemy always likes to do. If you're really, like, clean and righteous and full of power, he likes to sow doubt. He wants to attack your identity because the Bible tells us, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. 
Because if you don't recognize, if you are not fully aware and fully awake that I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord, if you're not walking around moment by moment aware that I am full of power by the Spirit of, of the Lord, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I carry the peace of God. The Prince of Peace is within me. Hallelujah. As you think in your heart, so are you. If you think, oh, well, I've been, I've been tempted to cheat. I've been tempted to steal. I must be a thief. I've been tempted to have a lustful thought. I must be, oh, I must be terrible. If you, if you are allowing the enemy to identify you like that, you are giving in to the very thing that the enemy came against Jesus with. He said, if you really are. We've got to learn to respond. Now, I've just been reading a book by Carlos Anacondia um, from the Argentinian revival. Anybody heard of Carlos Anacondia? A wonderful book. He's got this book called Listen to Me, Satan. <laughs> and he'll just get up and say, listen to me, Satan. And people just start being delivered and set free because he knows who he is. Hallelujah. And I was reading today, and he, he gave this analogy that the Christian life is a lot like a boxing match. That while one is on the attack, the other is on defense. But the moment you stop attacking, you immediately have to go on defense because the other one will start attacking. And he said that in the Christian life, if we are not remaining on the attack, on the offensive, then we start to get back into that defensive mode and we start taking hits. The enemy's always out there trying to have a go. It doesn't mean that because the, uh, bad stuff's happening that you're, in any, you're doing anything wrong. The enemy hates you. But he's looking for you, uh, the Lord is looking for you to recognize that he has already given you the victory. And he said that he's called you actually to fight the good fight of faith. Not to be passive, but to fight the good fight of faith. That, that's that's a, a holy, wonderful, glorious privilege that we have. And this is what Jesus did. He fought the fight by not being passive. Now, sometimes when, when the enemy comes, say he comes with a, a temptation, you know, to, to cheat or to download a movie that you're not supposed to do or, or, to, or to cheat on your taxes or, or to do something or just maybe just, you know, do something to try and financially get ahead or, or whatever the temptation may be. Those things, as, as the enemy comes with those thoughts, that does not make you a cheat, because the enemy is trying to tempt you with that. But you can't be passive because if you're passive, you, you, you go in this defensive mode and you, and you start to, to, to become so overwhelmed by what he's doing that the enemy can start to be, make you believe that you are actually, there's something wrong with me because that's, this is all happening to me. I must, be, I, must, I must be a cheat. And as you think in your heart... And then it gets harder and you think, oh, and then you fall and you think, oh, it's true. I knew it all along. But it's a slimy old devil. 
He's the one trying to set you up to believe what he wants you to believe because what you think about yourself is what is, is so vital. The Bible says, as a man thinks, so is he. So we've got to recognize that we've got to be on the offensive. So when these thoughts come, instead of being passive and going, no, 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 we have the example of Jesus to follow. Hallelujah. He responded to the enemy. He didn't go, eh, nothing, I can handle this, I'm fine, I'm, yeah, 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 I'm pretending I can't hear that. He didn't, he didn't respond like that. And sometimes believers do that. They go like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm just going to just pretend that didn't happen. I, 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 I'm going to pretend that I didn't even have that thought. Da, da, da. I tell you the truth. That is the defensive mode and the enemy is going to keep pounding until you actually start to wear that identity and then you get in and you, you give in. But instead, we've been given a pattern to follow. Hallelujah. The moment you recognize a temptation comes, we have been given the Word of God, hallelujah, which is the sword of the Spirit. And God say, hey, I want you to go on the offensive, hallelujah. I want you to fight the fight of faith. I want you to recognize that, that heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force, hallelujah. And we've been given the Word of God. So instead of passively trying to pretend that it's not happening or, 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 and then feeling guilty and then trying to, trying to remind yourself that you don't have to feel guilty, God actually has given you a strategy right up from the beginning in the light to begin to declare and to speak the Word of God, the truth. Because as you speak it, as you hear it, that something powerful happens in your spirit. Hallelujah. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. And so often when, when temptation comes against me, I physically put my hand up and I say, I'm not going there, devil. And then I bring out the word of God that relates to that very temptation. If I get tempted to get angry and, and react, I, 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 I'll... I'll, some, I'll often just put my hand up physically and say, I'm not going there, devil. And then I will speak the word of God. So I'm not just in def defensive mode. I actually go on the attack. And I begin to say, the Lord's given me power to love my enemies. I'm going to do good to those who hate me. I'm going to pray for those that despitefully lose me. Thank you for reminding me. I bless that person in the name of Jesus. And he's like, ah, runs away. Much more powerful than, oh, I'm thinking about it, I'm not thinking. I, I, I didn't think that thought, oh God, I thought that thought I must be terrible. Am I helping anybody here? Hallelujah. And time and time again, this is what happens. He, um, uh, the enemy will come with a, a temptation and Jesus just doesn't, you know, shrug it off and, and pretend it didn't happen and, and think, I'm so glad nobody knows that I'm being tempted like that. You see, shame and fear can come simply because you've been tempted. Sometimes people get in, oh, I feel so terrible that I even thought about that. I can't believe that I had that thought. I must be terrible. And then, and then as you're believing it, you begin to behave out of it. As you think in your heart, so you become. So the enemy is looking to try and continually 
buy you into this. And the Lord's saying, I want to be your glory and the lifter of your head. I want you to look up and see my glorious face. He wants to look at you and say, you're so lovely. You're so beautiful. You're clean. You're pure. You are free. You're redeemed. You are, this isn't who you are. You are clean. You are loved. You're powerful. You're full of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. You shine like the bright morning star. Hallelujah. And so we've got to be aware that we also, though, need to be proactive by picking up the word and speaking it out, declaring it. So when the enemy comes and he, he might try and, and make you think, well, you know, get, bring some form of temptation and think, well, you know, I could just get away with, with that. We can say, no, hallelujah. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory. Hallelujah. The path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter. Hallelujah. I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord. And to begin to speak it out. You know, this isn't old-fashioned. If you're looking for the latest encounter or philosophy to try and give you power, I've got news for you. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is a glorious, exciting adventure, but it's also, He is solid and, and, and the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the Word of God will not fade away. Hallelujah. It is powerful, quick and powerful. Uh, to the pulling down of strongholds, we've been given this incredible weapon, and God wants us to use it. Hallelujah. And so he goes on, uh, and the, the scripture actually tells us that he was tempted in every way, like us. That's encouraging, knowing that Jesus, Jesus was not identified by a single temptation. Just because the temptation came did not mean that he had to give in to it. Did not mean that, that he was, had to then be ashamed of the fact that the enemy had given it a go. You know, shame is what causes us to run from the presence of God. And it's in the presence of God that there's fullness of joy. It's in his light that we see light. But the moment he can trick you into feeling ashamed or, or uh, you know, covered with, with shame, that's when he can pull you away from the light. That's when he can start pull you into your thoughts. That's when you can start to, to, to dwell on the, on the lies because we forget so quickly when we are not walking in the light of his presence. In the light of his face, it's shining on us, smiling at us. Hallelujah. He makes his face to shine on us. And that my soul knows very well. God is looking to encourage you. I really believe that God has called us as a people to be those that would walk in the light as he is in the light. To, to guard our heart with all diligence. He makes his face to shine on me. That my soul knows very well. But you know what? God's looking to draw you even deeper into the magnificent countenance of his beautiful shining face. He wants to take you deeper in revelation glory in the knowledge of him. Because he's altogether wonderful. You know, as you actually believe it, 
if you will actually believe that you are clean and free and whole, if you will believe that you have been made clean by the blood of the Lamb and actually begin to walk around on the inside of that, to check every emotion that would come contrary to that, to cast it down and say, actually, this is the truth. Then the next person that you meet is going to see what you are looking at. If you're looking at the truth, if you're looking at the one who is the truth, they're going to see Jesus reflected in your face. If you're looking at shame and I'm terrible, they're going to look at you and they're going to see that there's something wrong. God's made us to be the lights in the darkness. Hallelujah. And that light is not something you have to pull up and put on. It's something that we gloriously get to, to be energized and reflect by looking at him. Hallelujah. The one who's made us in his very own image, he lights us up and he, he gives us power. It all flows from him. Hallelujah. And we get to shine because of the light of Jesus. It's no longer we who lives, but Christ who lives in me. And the more we know him, the more we can reflect him, the more we can glorify him. Hallelujah.